Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. TGIF. Thank God I'm forgiven. Yeah, you thought we were going to say thank God it's Friday. <laughs> All of us want to be forgiven, right? That's right. It's good uh, to be here again. Yep. Friday, uh, Jesus 911, Psalm 69, verse 2. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make Jesus haste to, to help me. And you just joined us, Jesse and Anita. Yep. Yes. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today uh, on yes. spiritual warfare. I think you're Absolutely. really going to be uh, enjoy the show today. Yep, I, I'm excited about the, yeah. all the four segments that we're going to present to you. What, the month of July? Is what the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. The Feast of the Precious Blood of our Lord was instituted in 1849 by Pius IX. But the devotion is as old as Christianity. Hmm. The early fathers say that the church was born from the pierced side of Christ. And that the sacraments were brought forth through his blood. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll find a lot of catechisms, like the Baltimore Catechisms mm-hmm. and other. They'll show the, the cross of Christ, Jesus on it, blood coming forth, and it flows through seven streams of sacraments. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's, that is. I love that picture. It shows you the power of sacramental yep. grace mm-hmm. where you come in contact with the blood of Jesus, and that's how you get to heaven. Right. And the precious blood which we worship is a blood which the Savior shed for us on Calvary. And reassumed at his glorious resurrection. Amen. It is a blood which, which courses through the veins of his risen, glorified, living body at the right hand of God, the Father in heaven. It is the blood made present on our altars by the words of consecration. It is the blood which merited sanctifying grace for us and through it washes and be- beautifies our soul and inaugurates the beginning of eternal life in it. I like the way Fulton Sheen also says that the blood of Jesus, he says, mm-hmm. during confession, he says, when the priest raises his mm-hmm. hand. Oh, yes. Yeah. He said, That's beautiful. He said, when the priest raises his hand over you, he said, the blood of Jesus is coming down from the hand of the priest, running down his wrist, his mm-hmm. forearm, and it comes God. right over you as he gives you absolution. Wow. That, that imagery is very powerful. Right. Again, that, that's yeah. why we need to visit the uh, Sacrament of Reconciliation. The yep. sacrament of confession. And go and visit Jesus in adoration as well. Absolutely. Go to Mass as often as possible. In other words, make contact with the blood of Jesus as often as possible. And one of the ways to make contact with the blood of Jesus is that beautiful prayer, Anima Christi, Soul yep. of Christ. Why don't we pray that? Sure. You know, this is the beginning of our show. This is a spiritual warfare show, and we want to be protected. Yes. And that's they, a perfect spiritual warfare. In the name of the for, Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Separated from you, let me never be. From the evil one, protect me. At the hour of my death, call me. And close to you, keep me that with your saints and angels, I may be praising you forever and ever. Amen. And may the Lord bless and protect my wife. Amen. And may the Lord bless. Bless and protect my husband. Amen. Amen. Hey, yes. want to talk about uh, a question from the audience about Judas, all kinds of questions about Judas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of the things that was asked is, was Judas's sin part of God's plan? That's the first question. <clears throat> and of course, the catechism answers that everybody's sin, God uses everybody's sin 
to work out his plan of salvation at the very end. We call that divine providence. But paragraph 599 and 600 really answer yeah. this question. Did God use Judas's sin as his plan? Yeah. Paragraph 599 is? is it <coughs> says, Jesus' violent death was not the result of chance in an unfortunate coincidence of circumstances. There it is. There this it didn't is. happen. Yeah. You're like, oh, and we don't know if Jesus was going to get killed. No, no, no. This is all the plan, the divine mm-hmm. providence of God. But is part of the mystery of God's plan. Yeah, the mystery. I get That's, it. Yeah. As St. Peter explains to the Jews of Jerusalem in his first sermon on Pentecost, quote, he said, this Jesus was delivered up according to the definite plan and the foreknowledge of God. There it is. End quote. There's the, the answer. The foreknowledge of God. Yeah, so even Judas's sin, mm-hmm. this was this was merely the plan, the definite plan and the foreknowledge of God. God mm-hmm. allowed this to happen. Yes. yes. It continues. This biblical language does not mean that those who handed him over were merely passive players in a scenario written in advance by God. No, God used their free will. God yep, knew what they were going to do. Their free will was fully engaged. Mm-hmm. They did what they did. God didn't stop them because God doesn't impede in anybody's free will. Mm-hmm. The next paragraph of the catechism also answers the question about, did God use Judas, uh, his errors, as part of God's plan of salvation? Paragraph okay. 600. Here it is. To God, all moments of time are present in their immediacy. When, therefore, he established his internal plan of, quote, predestination, end quote, he includes it, he includes it, it, it includes in it each person's free response to his grace, quote, in this city, in fact, both Herod and Pontius Pilate. And we could throw in their Judas, too. Yeah. yeah. With the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus whom you anointed to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place, end quote. For the, for the sake of accomplishing his plan of salvation, God permitted the acts that flowed from their blindness. There, yeah, that's, and there, that's that last sentence. That last sentence just answers the question. Yeah, for the sake of accomplishing his plan of salvation, God permitted. permitted permissive will. Yes, the acts that flowed from their blindness. Yeah, he knew he knew uh, Herod's blindness. Yep. He knew Pontius Pilate's blindness. Yep. He knew Judas's blindness, and God was still war. And and he knew that they had they had free will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 God, but but God's divine providence. In other words, what does that mean? That means that though there's sins and saints and sinners throughout salvation and damnation history. God is still working his plan of salvation to the elect. Mm -hmm. He knows who are his. And he's still working out his plan of salvation. We call it divine providence of those that that, uh, are called, uh, that hear his voice. Jesus says, Mm -hmm. my sheep hear my voice and they call me and I give them eternal life. Right. In the midst of war, AIDS. Fake COVIDs, bad mm-hmm. presidents, yeah, he's bad use bishops. God is going to use he's all these people, people to save yeah. those whom He wills. And you know, and this is just bringing us closer to Christ. When we have these instances, you know, for, for example, um, things that are happening in our country, you know, BLM, Antifa, this transgender, 
This is just bad presidents. Us, bad presidents. <laughs> this is bringing us to our knees to yeah. pray more. Yeah, it really does. It really does. It does me, anyways. And mm. pray for their conversion. We need to pray for their conversion. And uh, whether they convert or not, we don't know. That's that's God's um, has to deal with that. Um, but we just need to be faithful. That's right. Faithful. faithful. That's faithful. right. So the second question here is: So they the person asks. Uh, when Jesus went to hell, did Jesus encounter Judas? Well, first of all, Jesus didn't go to hell, Gehenna. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Ge- where is Gehenna? That's the fiery hell before the ascension, and the, after the ascension, Gehenna, mm-hmm. where Jesus Christ went to. In Hebrew, what's it called? Sheol. S H E O L. Sheol. And here's the. It has a very yeah. wide significance mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. There's many verses we can cite in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Sheol can refer to any state of being less than heaven. Mm-hmm. It can mean the grave. Sometimes it means in, 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 in the Old Testament, the underworld. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it refers to the world of the dead. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it refers to the state of the eternally lost. The correct sense must be discerned from the context of the verse. And this is often the case with Hebrew, which is a language with a very limited vocabulary, having single words which with with many separate meanings rather than separate words like in English mm-hmm. for almost every shade of thought. Uh, but again, there's a lot of allusions to Sheol, mm-hmm. the world of the dead in the Old Testament. Job 20.26, Deuteronomy 32.22, Judith 16.17. Wisdom sixteen sixteen and so on and so forth, but here's the the question continues: mm-hmm. Did Christ suffer in hell when he died? Again, first of all, he didn't go to hell, Gehenna. He went to Sheol, but uh, mm-hmm. Christ yeah, suffered. Yeah, there's a difference, you yeah, know. Yes, just take you know. Remember Gehenna and Sheol? I told totally different things. Gehenna and hell hellfire, are the hellfire. Same thing. That's where Satan is going to yes. live forever. Yeah. Sheol is and the world. Of, yeah, Sheol is the world of the dead. That's where yes. the that's where the saints were at prior to Christ opening the gates mm-hmm. of heaven. They were yes. in Sheol. Yeah. So, Christ's suffering in hell is not a biblical doctrine. Uh, 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 but that's a biblical doctrine. Yep, that Our is. Lady. Our Lady of totally Hope. biblical. Yes, and her four hour ivory. Yes. We'll be back. We'll talk about um, continue talking about the Christ up in hell, which he didn't. We'll be back. Stay with us. Pray for us. Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. We are back, Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. And we were just, uh, last segment, we had the question that was asked by one of our listeners. The question was, did, Jesus, did Christ suffer in hell when he died, or is this heresy? So that's something we want to broach here. Um, so let's answer that question, right? Christ's suffering in hell is not a biblical doctrine. But no, but but you should note that this doctrine was held by John Calvin, the Protestant reformer, deformer. This is what he said. Uh, you know, he, he he taught this, 
in his institutes, Calvin's institutes. Mm -hmm. Catholics have always rejected this theory of Christ's suffering in hell way before the Reformation. We believe that Christ descended into hell, not hell fire. He descended into Sheol, not as a victim of suffering under the penal wrath of God in hell fire. Catholics believe that Christ descended to proclaim his victory over Sheol and to ransom the Old Testament saints from the limbo of the fathers or Sheol. That's the teaching of all the sainted church fathers, both East and West. Regrettably, the modernist uh, Jesuit priest, hmm. Father Hans Urs von Balthasar, <laughs> he repopularized the false notion once held by John Calvin, the reformer, that Christ entered hell, hellfire. Uh, Father Balthazar, who, by the way, never wore a Roman collar. When you look at it, when you look at him in the internet, he always has a suit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Father Balthazar, yeah, to be a priest, yeah. Right? Mo modernist Balthazar wrongly taught that our Lord Jesus was crushed in hell, that he suffered as, as an object of the Father's wrath. Balthazar goes so far as to say that God cursed and so banished in in Jesus everything hostile to the divinity. Complete heresy. Balthazar's innovative theology is merely a rehashing of Swiss Calvinism. It's not patristic, it's not Catholic, it's not biblical. It's Calvinism repackaged for Catholics mm. from this Jesuit priest in the 60s. So what then is the historic and magisterial teaching of Christ's descent into hell, as we say in the Apostles' Creed? This descent into hell as Christ's victory corresponds to the teaching of our first Pope, St. Peter where he said in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 6, he says that Christ proclaimed the gospel even to the dead. 1 Peter mm. 4, 6. Well, guess what? Jesus wasn't burning in the flames. Mm -mm. Jesus wasn't in solitary sadness in the shadow of Sheol. Christ was dashing the gates of hell, proclaiming his victory, and delivering the righteous of the Old Testament. That's the holy Catholic and apostolic faith in all its beauty. According to Catholic Christianity, Christian salvation involves the vindication of Christ's unjust death on the cross. Christ does not hate or crush his son. This is impossible. God does not turn away from his son. Luther introduced this false tension, and it has led to Calvin's grievous heresy. St. Saint Paul speaks of, quote, overcoming death, close quote, as the true victory of Christ, not his becoming the whipping boy of God the Father. Uh, I truly hope that uh, that people will pause and take one step back from Father Balthazar. Uh, my opinion is that Fa Father Balthazar is the origin of our <laughs> era. Yeah, brilliant, interesting, poetic, but dangerously wrong on so many important Catholic doctrines. Mm. So that's why it's very important for us to um, make sure that what we're reading is in line with Christianity and with, with the Catholic Yeah, just because they have a Roman cholera doesn't mean that it's yes, Catholic these days. Mm -hmm, yeah. No. Hey, by the way, we're on our way right after the show. We're on our way to Indianapolis. Yes. Spiritual to, Warfare Conference yes. at Indianapolis. Uh, and and if, uh, if you want to get 33% off for the tickets, it's open to everybody. You can use the promo code 330 or 33OFF, 33OFF, 33OFF. And uh, if you want uh, tickets or if you want to sign up online, go to mm -hmm. corpuschristiforunityandpeace.org. Mm -hmm. Corpuschristiforunityandpeace.org. It's a spiritual warfare conference. 
It's going to be held in Indianapolis. We're leaving right after the show. Yes. If you're uh, anywhere near that place, I hope to see you there. Yeah, and let us know that you heard us on the radio. Also, if you can't, if you didn't, weren't able to write all that down, just go to our website, jessiramon.com. Um, all the information is there, who to contact. On the front page. On the front page, and it takes you to the actual website. If you click on the, the flyer, it'll take you straight to the website where you can get more information. And, um, well, we hope to see you there. Yeah, we'd love to see you there. Absolutely. By the way, uh, there's another question about uh, Judas Iscariot, and people are asking, did Judas Iscariot go to hell? Well, we're going to quote to you what the Bible says and some commentaries, and then we're going to quote to you some of the church fathers, Mm -hmm. and we're also going to quote to you the rite of exorcism. Mm -hmm. So, did Judas go to hell? What does the Bible tell us in John chapter 6? Verse 68 to 71. Okay, well, let's see. Simon Peter answered, it begins with Simon Peter, Lord, who will we go to? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus replied to them, Didn't I choose you, the twelve? Yet one of you is the devil. He was referring to who? Judas Simon Iscariot's son, one of the 12, because he was going to betray him. So that's a strong indication yep. there that he's not in heaven. When mm-hmm. God calls you the devil, devil, it's probably not. And there's no repentance after. I mean, you, somebody could say, well, Jesus called Peter, get behind me, Satan. Yeah, but Peter repented after. Yeah, there was a di- there's a difference between yeah. the two. Peter didn't commit Absolutely. suicide. He, right. didn't get, he didn't get called, Mm-mm. get behind me, Satan. Then, then Peter went to go hang himself. No, no. Peter after Pentecost, lived a whole life of repentance and repentance. preaching and suffering mm-hmm. and, and yep. martyred him eventually. And, and right, right. Mm. But Judas, he oh, was yeah. called a devil by Jesus. And yeah. shortly thereafter, he went to go kill himself. He went to them. He fell into despair. Yeah, the sin of despair. The sin of despair. Which is the opposite of faith. God mm-hmm. can't save somebody who yep. despairs of, 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 uh, of their salvation, that God right. is not mighty enough Remember, to Remember, he had free them. will just like... Everybody, every every one of us, every, every one of us yeah. and all the other other eleven. Absolutely. Yeah. Here, well, here's another viable one. One sentence. Yeah, John nineteen eleven. Jesus answered, "You would have no power over me." He's if, talking to Pontius Pilate. Yeah, if it were not given to me from above. Given to you. Given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. Ah, so Jesus is talking to Pontius Pilate mm-hmm. who says, I got power over you. And Jesus answers them, well, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Mm-hmm. But look what he says. The one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. sin. You look at Whoa. the, you look at all the commentaries Whoa, on this. That is, this is a reference to Judas Iscariot. Mm-hmm. Okay. To Judas and the Jerusalem yeah. leaders. Mm-hmm. If, if, and that's why I think that's why that, that, that saying, okay, the kiss of death. Ah, yeah. The yeah. kiss of death. That comes what from do you Judas. think comes from Judas? Absolutely does. He yeah. gave him the kiss of death. Yes. So yeah. make sure you watch who kisses you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't be don't be getting kissed by everybody. Okay. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. <laughs> and and now let's look at another verse in the Bible about where Judas committed suicide by hanging himself. Again, this shows that he died in despair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's what the Bible actually says. Yeah, Matthew twenty-seven. Chapter 27, verse 2 to 6, it says, And they bound him and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate the governor. Then when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, 
I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said, What is that to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver, Judas did that, uh, into the temple, he departed and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priest, taking the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since it is blood money. Okay, he hanged himself, he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Is it a mortal sin? Here's the conditions for a mortal sin. Is killing yourself a grave offense? Yes, yeah. violation of the fifth commandment. Mm-hmm. Did Judas do this with full knowledge? Apparently he did. He knew what he was doing. He doing. Mm-hmm. Did he do it with free will, deliberate consent of his will? Nobody forced him. He wasn't coerced. He wasn't yeah. threatened. He did it. When you look at it objectively, it looks like he, he uh, fits all the three categories of mortal sin. Mm-hmm. There's another Bible verse that also tells us, indicates that, again, Judas was not a good man, that he was, no. a, that mm-hmm. he was a child of the evil one. Mm-hmm. In John 13, chapter 13, verse 24 to 27, it says, Simon Peter got this follower to look this, his way. He wanted him to ask Jesus which one he was speaking of. While close besides Jesus, he said, quote, Lord, who is it? End quote. Jesus answered, quote, it is the one I give this piece of bread to offer to, uh, to, after. to after I have put it in the dish. End quote. Then he put the bread in the dish and gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. After Judas had eaten the piece of bread, Satan went into him. Mm. Jesus said to Judas, what you are doing, going to do, do in a hurry. Wow. What does St. Augustine say about what happened here? Yeah, he said... St. Augustine. St. Augustine said, quote, He entered in order to possess more completely one who had already abandoned himself to him. So that's full possession. Yeah. So so St. Augustine, (laughs) look at what St. Augustine is saying. Yeah. He, He, the devil. Yeah, the the devil. devil, The devil. Entered into Judas Mm -hmm. in order to possess him more completely the one, Judas who had already had, had abandoned himself to the devil. Mm-hmm. So St. Augustine's pretty clear. He was, yeah, he, he was, is pretty he was a full clear. possession. Wow. Yeah. Yes. What other verse uh, indicates that Judas uh, uh, consigned himself to hell? He yeah, himself- let's, yeah, let's look at uh, John chapter 17, verse 11 to 12. It says, I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name. The name you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. This is Jesus talking, our Lord. Yeah. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. If you look at the Ignatius Bible, uh, Dr. Scott Hahn and his team, it says, uh, it says this refers to the son of perdition, Judas Iscariot, mm-hmm. whose betrayal was foretold in passages such as Psalm 41, verse 9, Psalm uh, mm-hmm. 13, verse 18, Psalm 69, 25, and Acts chapter 1, verse 20. So we have the testimony from Scripture that Judas didn't end up in a state of sanctifying mm-hmm. grace. He did not. Now, well, the script, so the, the Scripture could, would be fulfilled. That's there. You, yeah. So uh, it, there was one There's, that was doomed to destruction mm-hmm. so that the scripture, scripture will, be, the Old Testament foretold yeah. this. Now, there's actually some church, uh, some some doctors of the church that actually say that Judas went to hell. In mm-hmm. fact, one of the great female doctors of the church, one of the 38, 
is, is Saint Catherine of Siena. Okay. Right. She had a she had a conversation with God the Father, and God the Father mm -hmm. revealed this to her. What did God the Father tell Saint Catherine of Siena about Judas? Okay, he said. So the despair of Judas displeased me more and was a greater insult to my son than his betrayal had been. Therefore, such as these are reproved for his false for, for this false judgment of considering their sin to be greater than my mercy. See, God the wow. Father saying that was his prom. Mm -hmm. He didn't think he could be forgiven. Yep. He thought his sin was greater than my mercy. That's mm -hmm. what insults God. Yep. And for this, they are punished with the demons and tortured eternally with them. Wow. And, you know, uh, I, I think that's where a lot of many people keep themselves from going to the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of confession. Why? Because they think that God cannot. Uh, that's, a, that's a sin of Judas. Yes, that is. And, and who's telling them that? You got that talking snake telling him, don't go. God can't don't, forgive don't you. Don't go. He's not going to forgive he's you. Called, the devil's called the accuser. Yeah. He you can't know, forgive you. Yes. See, notice at the end, yep. God said to Father said, and for this they, and yep. it was people who die in despair, mm -hmm. are punished with the demons and tortured eternally with them. We'll be right back. Right, the queen of confessors. Pray for us. Yes. He's here. <laughs> Holy pause. We'll be right back. Yes, our Lady Guadalupe. Pray for us. So tenderly you hold us in your arms. Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. So tenderly you hold us in your arms. The most important thing about what we're sharing right now is don't fall into despair yourself. Mm hmm. If, if you have family members that have died, maybe in uh, suddenly in auto accidents uh, and they were in not close. Suicide. If, yeah, if they were not close to the faith, your job is to continue praying for them for the rest of your life. And an easy way to do it here in the Romero household, we pray for the dead during our grace before meals. Mm -hmm. We will say, you know, we we'll, included. We'll, yeah, we'll say that do the sign of the cross and then we'll do bless us, O Lord, for these fine gifts, which we're about to receive from thy bounty. Through Christ our Lord, amen. And may, may the, the souls, souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace, amen. amen. So we pray for the dead three times yes. a day, morning, midday, and evening, our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Minimum. Uh, because we, and even the after meal prayer, mm -hmm. we give thee thanks, almighty God, for all thy benefits, benefits who lives and reigns forever. And may, may the, the souls, souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace, peace, amen. So I can tell you about six times a day in the Romero household, we're praying for our family members. And if you want to be more specific, which is not bad, you could also say, uh, and, and uh, you could pray, and especially those in my family, through the mercy of God, rest in right, peace. Right, you can Amen. include that. You can include that. Yeah. But, but don't despair. Mm -mm. Just pray for, because yeah, God Yeah, don't will, go crazy yeah. overthinking, oh my, no, don't. You're overthinking something yep, that you have no power right, over. Right, you have no power. It's it's your job. Remember, the the prayers that you pray are reciprocal. You're going to be getting graces there, graces of peace at this point, because you're you're trying to, you know, you're you're petitioning God. Okay, you know, I have I'm, I put my five members in front of you, and I need, you know, and he's going to give, you you, give you peace. Yeah, because you're doing Trust the right me. thing. You're, mm -hmm. He's going to give you spiritual consolation. Absolutely. There's another church father, Saint John of Avila, a Spanish priest, 
and a mystic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the bishops the, the the church deemed him a mystic post mortem. He died in 1569. He's a doctor of the church, one of the 38 doctors. Uh, here's what he writes. He he wrote this in a book about um, Judas. Mm-hmm. He yeah. wrote, "The devil humiliates and discourages it, the, the, heart. the heart. He's talking about the heart, to the point of driving it to despair. Mm. He recalls past sins, aggravating them as much as possible, so that the person, terrified and falling, dismayed under such a heavy burden." is reduced to despair. Mm. So the devil acted with Judas. When he was at the point of committing his sin, the devil removed his its gravity of his crime in having sold his master at so low a price and on to such a death. Thus, the devil blinded his eyes with the greatness of his sin and having caught him in the snare. And led him to hell. Mm. Wow. Led him, him to, to hell. hell. This is a doctor of the church. Mm-hmm. St. John of Avila. Two doctors of the church just weighed in mm-hmm. on this topic. St. Catherine of Sienna, St. Yep. John of Avila, he, uh, an authentic mystic, not somebody who calls himself a mystic and gets mm-hmm. on YouTube and starts a podcast. Yep. Also, the rite of exorcism, which every Catholic priest, which are very few, obviously, mm-hmm. very few Catholic priests have prayed the rite of exorcism. It, got, it has three chapters. Mm-hmm. In part two of the rite of exorcism, this is what a priest prays over a possessed person. The priest, as he does this, a prayer of adjuration, mm-hmm. the priest says this to the demon inside the person. He says this, yield to God, and then the priest makes the sign of the cross. Who condemned you in the person of Judas Iscariot, the traitor, for he now flails you with his divine scourges. Mm. And, and, asked, and, asked, and, and so I mean, you could just read, it's clear, every priest who's mm-hmm. done the rite of exorcism, they're condemning this demon uh, to go flail in, in the divine scourges of hell. Uh, you know, yield to God who condemned you in the person of Judas. Condemned. That means damned. Mm-hmm. So I know some people will say, well, this is not official Catholic teaching. Well, that's that's a pointless objection because the the Catholic Church doesn't... But it does do- say in it, Scripture. It, it, yeah, the Catholic Church doesn't like get a, <laughs> call a council and dogmatize when Judas mm-hmm. is in hell. Yeah, the right. church doesn't do that about mm-hmm. most things. Mm-hmm. It's already divine revelation, mm-hmm. scripture, it's scripture, and it's already the tradition of the fathers. And we just read the, it to them. It's the tradition of the fathers mm-hmm. of the church. These are the highest levels of authority. And so, um, again, uh, as, as a Catholic... Our job is just to pray for them. Mm-hmm. Don't despair yourself and make sure that these, make sure that the story of Judas impels you to live and die in a state of sanctifying grace. Right. Want to move on to another topic about Satanism, the new religion that seeks to thwart Christians and Catholics in the United States. Satan represents those who think differently. The Satanic Temple, I think we're going to be uh, bumping heads with them, Anita, until yep. we drop dead. Yep, because they're here to stay. Yeah. The Satanic Temple. They're here. They've been registered as a religion with the U.S. authorities. Uh, and uh, what else do we know about this group here? Well, the Satanists call de-baptism the ritual they carry out in the Satanic Temple for initiates who say they don't believe in God. By the way, and they did, yep. this, they did this over at the Boston Satanic yes. Conference. They were doing de-baptism de- yes. de- rituals. De-baptism. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, and that was in May. As a gesture of rejection of the religious rites they took part in as children, they tear out pages of a Bible in a room illuminated only with candles, which has a sign at the entrance in neon lights identifying it as, quote, the little black chapel. All the mockery quote. of Catholicism. Yep, yep, Complete because mockery. Because we have Adoration Chapel. Now they have and We have candles, candles all over our churches. Right? Mm-hmm. And we call our prayer rooms chapels. Right, right. So the members of this group deny that they believe in Lucifer or in hell. Don't believe them for a second. <laughs> yep. They, they, they try to come off as a, we're just very mm-hmm. smart Harvard graduates. We're right. rationalists. Mm-hmm. That's what they... Although they, they, but if they deny that, then why is it that they put a large statue of Satan in front of their temple? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't believe in Satan, then, but, but we're we going to put a statue. Yeah. Like in, in my house, I have a large statue of Our Lady and mm-hmm. Our Lord on both, on both, in, in the front porch on both sides of the door. So if somebody comes and knocks on my house, says, do you believe in Jesus? I'll just say, look at that statue. You believe in Mary? Well, look at that statue. Of, of, of course. course. I be- I wouldn't have them in my front yard right. on both sides of the door if I didn't believe in them. Mm-hmm. The temple of Satan would not have a, a, a statue of Satan in the temple. If they didn't believe it. it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're just yeah, pathological right. liars. Right. Well, that's that's typical, right? That's Satanism. <laughs> that's yeah. Satanism. Yeah. <laughs> Their ceremonies are held without names, and they admit anyone without asking for identification there's a raised altar, again, mockery of the yeah, Catholic Church, church. Mm-hmm. in the temple and a white marble pentagram encrusted on the floor. That's the symbol of Satan. Satan. Like mm-hmm. we have we have yep. our, you know, IHS yes. or... Right. Or, or, so it's know, yeah. all, yep, again, yes. mockery. The members of this group present Satan as a metaphor that questions authority. Their beliefs are based on science using arguments of materialism. Or so they say, yeah. Evolution and the force of evil of those that impose the will to power. The and mo- they, they call yeah. that Christianity. Mm-hmm. Christianity. These yeah, are the people that impose their impose will. Their power, yeah. Power. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Jesus is power. Amen. <laughs> the most committed war. Where? where the, most, the most committed Satanist. wear a long cape. These are Satanists. With a hood and a black face mask. The initiates come with their hands tied with a rope, which is removed during the rite as a sign of liberation. A liberation from what? Christianity. Christianity. Right. Because yep. these are Catholics. Yeah, the another is saying that. Yeah. Christians, they bind you. You know, you can't do this. You can't do yeah. that. Exactly. The United States government has registered the Satanic Temple and recognized it as a religion. It has ministers and congregations in America, Europe, and Australia. For them to show their sense of community around these shared values makes it a religion. Let me tell you how sick the Temple of Satan is right now. They're very politically active. We already know that. My wife and myself, we've we've been dealing with them for, for years now. And we know, and we're always pr- telling you about how active they are politically. They're, they're very active. They're united with the Democrat Party. Yeah, on, a, on all on all issues, culture, all issues, death. especially abortion. Yes, they're in New Mexico. Yes, there is an abortuary of killing, the, and it's run by Satanists the, by, 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 by the this temple. organization. Yeah, the, the temple, temple of, of Satan. Satan. They yeah. have their own abortion uh, uh, abortuary, and this abortuary, they're they're gonna dedicate. And their your baby are, are being dedicated are dedicated to Satan, to as, they're Satan being as they're being yeah. killed. So, and you're being spiritually afflicted if course, you go there. Of course, can, can you imagine? Yeah. So so not only do we have to, we're dealing with mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood. But, yes. We're dealing with which family. Is evil. Pl- we're dealing with family planning associates, Diabolical. which is evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are the ones that have 
mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of, 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 of uh, abortion That's mills around the country. Mm-hmm. Now, the Temple of Satan has jumped into and the abortion business mm-hmm. and they opened their first clinic, the Satanic Abortion Clinic in New Mexico. In New Mexico. Can you believe that? So, uh. and, and they're saying the way we're going to do an abortion we're gonna we're gonna cons- offer the baby to Satan, so yep. it's gonna be a complete open satanic ritual in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you. Uh, I hope you New Mexicans out there are going and praying in front of that clinic. You have every right to stand on the sidewalk and, and pray them. and expose them. Make sure you're living in the state of grace before you even step on that sidewalk in front of that that uh, abortuary. And, you know, and, and, and pray your rosary. And Boy, it would be a great thing to have a, a priest or the bishop or the, yes. the, the priest with permission of the bishop take the Blessed Sacrament, just stand right across from this abort, the satanic abortion clinic mm-hmm. and do prayers of reparation and also prayers of deliverance. Yes, absolutely. Uh, with they the have the permission of the bishop, of course. Yes. Yeah, we gotta, you got to close it down. Yeah. You can. It's, it's, it, it's not impossible. No. no not impossible. No. The, we the, just the pro-life need movement is we've been closing down abortion clinics all over yes. the country. Uh, we close them. We close them faster than they open mm. them. Really, and this do. would be a victory. Oh, this would be this a huge would one. be a huge victory for the New, New Mexicans in uh, uh, in New Mexico yeah. and throughout the United States because they want to because, use this as a template all over right. the country. And there's going to be more popping up if we don't do take yeah. care of this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know, with, we know there's some great Catholics in New Mexico, yep, so there is, you guys got to get together and rally start, and start organizing mm-hmm. and have prayer watches every weekend in front of this place yes, until, until you, that you just drive them out yep. through your prayers mm-hmm. and even whatever, shame them, you know, yep. show pictures of what they do. Absolutely. So a few months ago, during the Satanic Conference Convention over in Boston, Massachusetts, that was, oh. Oh, yes. Wow. Our Lady, the cause of our, our joy. joy, Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray Queen of Virgins, us. pray for us. We'll be back. We'll continue talking about this uh, evil organization and expose them. Stay with us, family. We are back, and this is our last segment. Hey, wow. we're going to Indianapolis right after the show. Yes. A spiritual warfare conference out in Indianapolis. If you want information or details, go to my website, jesseromero.com, jesseromero.com. Click on the flyer to the Indianapolis Spiritual Warfare Conference. And it gives conference. you all the information there. There you go. Uh, yep. Yeah, but I won't be able to answer your questions, so yep. I'll be flying. Yes. And also, well, we'll I, be flying. Also, if you want to go to the Holy Land with my wife and myself, Father Dave Nix, my pastor, Father Craig Friedley. And, um, and many more uh, faithful. Oh, yeah. There. Many, many, many faithful Catholics, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an incredible time. October yes, 6th to the 16th. Uh, just uh, go to the website and uh, click on, on the Holy Land flyer. Mm-hmm. And it'll take you directly to the and the co- tour. Come and hang out with us tour. for nine days. Yeah. We want to hang out with you for nine days and yep. pray and go mm-hmm. to Mass and walk behind the footsteps or walk the footsteps of Jesus Christ. Yes. What Father Mitch Paco yes. calls the fifth gospel. The fifth gospel. That's just, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's so uh, the Satanic Conference, which which 
was in Boston, Massachusetts a, fun, a few months, held at the end of April. Mm-hmm. I think this is the second one, right? Well, at least the Temple of Satan yes. has, you know, they won, They did the one in Scottsdale. Scottsdale and then this one here. Oh, they did one in, they tried to do one in they Tyler, did, Texas. They did in uh, Tyler, Texas. They did like an, op- like an uh, open market. market. Oh, it's like this. Oh, so it wasn't it was like even. A, it was like a satanic um, uh, Marketplace. Marketplace, Where they yeah. sell satanic. Like a sat- what do they call Swap me. They were like satanic swap, swap me. Oh, they, they, yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. And people, well, that's bad. Yeah, still. that's bad too as well. Because you're you're take, you're getting all these amulets and all these that's things. All, and they're all cursed. cursed. And yeah. you're taking them mm-hmm. home. So. <laughs> so 830 people participated over in Boston, Massachusetts that bought tickets to the mm-hmm. satanic conference. A youth gave a striking testimony at the convention. This this one youth said, quote, as a gay boy, the fact that, the fact that they said to me I was an abomination... And that I should be destroyed. I don't know who said that to him. Who would say that? Destroyed to him? my way of thinking a lot. See how they? they that, that's not true. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, they probably told him it's an abomination. Your actions it's are an abomination. abomination. No parents would tell you that your, your kid you're an you're abomination. abomination. They made mm-hmm. that up. Mm-hmm. To discover the satanic temple, it helped me to adopt logic and empathy. Said this young little uh, recruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have satanic principles that respect the right of every individual to choose his belief and they believe that they don't bother people although they also say that they seek to thwart the influence of religious groups that believe in God and exist in the United States. Ah, see so they're they're so, admitting yeah, they, they want to thwart thwart influence. Thwart. That means stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means impede. That's what mm-hmm. that means. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. So uh, this is war. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, here's what the Satanic Temple says: We have people who use inverted crosses, and our initiation ceremony includes the tearing into pieces of a Bible. Oh, they're really nice people. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they would tear a Quran. No, I don't think so. No, of yeah. course not. As a, they tear because it's no threat to them. Yeah. Think it, about it. Yeah, you're right. Because it's, uh, it's they're not work, a threat. They're working for the same team. <laughs> right. Yeah. They tear into pieces of a Bible as a symbol of liberation from oppression. See, because they know the true religion, Mm -hmm. especially the oppression that LGBTQ people and women experience. Also, the BIPOC, black, indigenous and persons of color (laughs) community and any person who has grown up with religious trauma as have many of our members. So you'll see, Anita, these Satanists, what they do is they gin up racism. You know, uh, yeah, they gin up racism and cause religious trauma. Oh, you know, I'm a victim. You traumatized me because you told me to go to mass yeah. and wear a yeah. tie and yeah. shoes. I'm traumatized. And you can also see that they also use truly communist mm. tactics, mm. which yep. are they'll use uh, they'll use what's called class warfare mm. and race warfare. Mm. Yep. Look, look what they're doing. Yep. They're saying, oh, yeah, we're getting the blacks on our side, the indigenous Indians mm-hmm. on our side, the LGBT Any people. persons of color. Yeah. yeah. Low so, information. Yeah. This is communism <laughs> using... Dividing mm-hmm. societies by class yep. and by race. race. Th- th- those are communist tactics. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been called a communist. That's not, what I, scripture, like, that's not what scripture says. Yes. For many, one. Yeah, from John 17, 17. 20. From many, many one. one. Yeah, communism is from one many. Yeah. <laughs> from one many. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes. So the Satanic Temple says its membership has increased from 10,000. Can you believe that? In 2019 to now. To over seven hundred thousand at present, that is that's an astronomical jump. Yes, and that's that all possible is, because of Hollywood, the internet. Yes, uh, and all these, yeah, Hollywood. All yeah. these actors and actresses are saying they promote it. They promote it through their 
you know, wherever. And They're... now big companies are promoting them. Target, yep. mm -hmm. uh, Fox News is yes, is, Fox is, News is, is kicking them down some money. Yeah, if, uh, like if you donate, match. Yeah, to the Temple of Satan, Satan. Uh, Walmart. You know, mm -hmm. they, they all carry the satanic. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the satanic. That's why we stopped watching Fox News. Yes. That's it. We're done. Yeah. So let's continue. Some members of the Satanic Temple don't admit openly that they belong to it for security reasons. They say that those who did admit it publicly lost their jobs, lost their children in custody battles, and found fake bombs under their cars. Probably making it up. I know that. That okay. would I make. Yeah. I, it can be said that the Satanic Temple represents a minority group which calls people's attention with advertising gestures to entice members. However, Satanism is present in all countries, although usually it doesn't show itself publicly. The growth of cases that call for exorcists is a symptom of its current spread. And I'll tell you who's behind all this. Yes. He's a guy, his real name is uh, Douglas Mesner, better known as Lucian Greaves. Mm -hmm. And we've mentioned his name here. Yeah, before. he says he yes, changed his name to Lucian Greaves because they were trying to kill him. That's what mm -hmm. he says. Oh, who's as, they? Yeah. Who's, yeah. Uh, that, I think he made it up. Yeah, he's a social activist and a spokesman and co-founder alongside with Malcolm Jerry of the Satanic Temple. Greaves was born in Detroit, Michigan. His mother was a Protestant who took him to Sunday school. At, at Harvard, he studied with neuroscience were the specialty in false memory syndrome. Mm, there, there you go. Sunday school. He was traumatized at a young age. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so what is this? This is a typical junk degree that you mm -hmm. can get from these secular institutions. You know, gender studies, queer studies, black studies, Chicano studies. This one is called false memory syndrome, neuroscience. False me <laughs> so false memory syndrome is argued to be the result of recovered memory therapy, which, by the way, is a highly contested mm -hmm. term defined by the False Memory Foundation in the early 1990s, which is not, N-O-T, mm -hmm. not, not widely accepted among psychologists or psychiatrists. It's not accepted in a court of law. It's known as false science. Wow. Yeah. Greaves has spoken on the topics of Satanism, secularism, and the Satanic Temple at universities throughout the United States. And he has been a featured speaker at national conferences hosted by American Atheists, the American Human Humanist Association, and the Secular Student Alliance. Greaves has been instrumental in setting up the Protect Children Project, the After School Satan Project, and several political demonstrations and legal actions designed to highlight social issues involving religious liberty and the separation of church and state. It's funny. They, he's in, instrumental in setting up Protect Children Project. Are you kidding me? They now have a, an abortion clinic. How, I mean, how are you protecting children? Yeah. That's false advertisement. Um, that's something that, that yeah, they, is, is not so. Yeah, the Temple of Saint opened up their first... Uh, their first abortion clinic in, in New, New Mexico. Mexico. Somebody just texted me, and they said they said about about the Satanic Temple uh, religious abortion clinic in New Mexico. They said, "I think they are trying to counter and mock pro life centers with this." Yeah, that makes absolutely. Sense. It does. You know, yeah. anything we do, they counter it yeah. with different. Than so, so we have crisis pregnancy centers. So I think the Temple of Satan 
and they're probably getting tons of money from Fox News. Yes. They want to open up a counter to that. They mm-hmm. want to open up uh, these satanic abortion centers where they can convince women why they should do this and mm-hmm. why the, you know this why you should offer up your 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 child to, to Satan, Satan. Yeah. because it will bring you power, prosperity, man, power, power, yeah. money, yeah, fame, wealth. Yeah, exactly. wealth. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so in an interview, Greaves describes how the idea for the Satanic Temple was conceived. Greaves and his colleagues envisioned the Satanic Temple as a poison pill in the church-state debate. Their idea was that Satanists, asserting their rights and privileges where religious agendas have been successful in imposing themselves upon uh, public affairs, could serve as a reminder that such privileges are for everybody and can be used to serve as an agenda beyond the current narrow understanding of a religious agenda. Mm. Uh, Greaves was prominently featured in the 2019 documentary film called Hail Satan. And that's what they, they always say that term wow. in public mm-hmm. all yep. the time. Mm-hmm. But they'll say, oh, we don't believe in Satan. And they say Hail Satan. Satan. Yeah, okay, got mm-hmm. it. Uh, he's also been featured on another uh, documentary called The Satanic Temple and Religious Freedom. And he also wrote the foreword to a book that just came out called The Little Book of Satanism mm. uh, by Simon and Schuster. Look, so look, that's they, how they, they big they, publishers. They, they, Simon and Schuster. Yep, Simon and Schuster. Yeah. I remember those books in in, yeah. in high school and in uh, grade school. Yeah, this is what we're up against right now. Yep. As, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so as Catholics, I just want to just close off with a few prayers, a few spiritual warfare prayers together with me and my wife. Here's a prayer that you should all be praying together with your wife every day. Mm-hmm. It's St. Michael the Archangel. So we'll pray that. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it in Latin. Okay, You can do it in English, but we'll do it in Latin. In nomine Patri, Felix Spiritu Santi, Amen. amen. Santi Michele Arcangeli, defendenos in prelio, contra nequitim et insidius, diaboli et supersidium, impedit illideo supersessa precamo tuque, princeps militiae celestis, satanama liosque, spiritus malignus, quia perditionem anamanam perogantur immundo, divina virtute, inferno de trude, amen. Also, another prayer against the diabolic is your guardian angel, because your guardian angel is your personal bodyguard, mm-hmm. and he's assigned. Saint Thomas says your guardian angel is assigned to you to protect you from demons, mm-hmm. and so we'll pray. We'll pray it in Latin. Angela Dei, qui cursus et meum et tibi comesum, pietate superna, hodie lumina custodi, rege et guberna. Amen. Another powerful spiritual warfare prayer is the soul of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's just you're calling yeah. upon the blood of Jesus. And that's what we prayed before. Yes. Before we started our show. Yes. Before we started our talk. We'll pray it right now. We'll pray it in yeah. Latin. Mm-hmm. Okay? Anima Christi sanctificame, corpus Christi salvame, sangre Christi anebriame. Family, we're out. We'll we're see you out. next week. God bless you. We love you, family. Keep Have a blessed faith. weekend. Yep. Jesus 911. See you next time. See you at the conference. Yeah. Indianapolis, here we come.